Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. It is on the week two as our Chiefs will take on Jacksonville in a divisional round rematch, this time in Duval County. Um, as everyone was probably watching the Thursday night game, the little slop that's going on. And for the record, man, I just want to give out this little tip here. Uh, for Thursday night games, just take the under. You'll be profitable for, for the season. Well, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and introduce everybody here. My guy, Country's on the top right. My homegirl, Kylie, is back. She's on the bottom of the screen. She's back. And uh, Hi. Like, here, like uh, Chris Collinsworth here in the set. So, <laughs> look out for that. Anyway. I've def- definitely been uh, Kirk Cousins. I did not. I I, I wasn't going to take the chance. I, I, I benched him. I feel that. It's prime time, um. Kirk. Understandable. <laughs> it's, I got two fantasy leagues. I'm having fun in our fantasy league. I'm having fun. That's fun. I, Jeff Allen fantasy league. I'm trying to win because I want the cookie. I just want the cookie for a year. So I'm trying Is to that win. Is that where you win? So I'm not. Yes. Yeah, I'm in that league too. I'm in that league too. By the way, no one invited me to the cookie league. Dang. Man, that's a prize right there. I think I might have been the. I think I might have been the last person that got in. I think I got in on the. Uh, what do they call it? The hair of my chinny chin chin. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Barely got yeah. in, but I just want to win the cookies. I'm one and up. Yeah, not, better not split those cookies. But in our league, though, country, you barely squeaked by me. You barely got me. I'll give you that one. You barely got me. He was talking so much super champ Chuck. <laughs> Turn into bad luck Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You better change that name. You better change that name back. <laughs> it is a new season. I really should. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, that Charles curse is still in effect with guests. Yeah, you oh. were at the game, too, last weekend, weren't you? Yeah, and Double curse. Double oh, curse. Why would he... Shout out, to Corey Woods. Shout out to Corey Woods. He was an amazing guest. And we had an amazing time with him. And we still that that invitation to Detroit is still on the table, I hope. Yep. <laughs> so, NFL draft. draft. Yeah. But yeah. Chuck's Chuck is like 0 and 4 with guests. <laughs> speaking of, speaking yeah, like of said, lateness, the black Chris Collinsworth. He See, now here's a guy. The crowd goes here's wild. A guy. Uh, always on time, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm good, Mac. What's good with you, brother? What's up? Hey, man. Mr. Wake Chill. Man, yes, D-Mac and I are playing each other this week. Oh, is, it tension? Nice. is it tension amongst the fan? <laughs> yes, it is, actually. I take it very seriously. Oh, D-Mac. Look, I, I can't go over take, two. Let me just I, take a look. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't go over two right now. All right, so we we gonna you know we gonna make some shake. I hate to tell you, but your <laughs> chances don't look good. Look, look, this is I I I told myself I was not taking Cooper Cup across any league, and then of course in the Kingdom Cast League, I decided to take Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford as my quarterback and wide receiver. So you know, you know, you can't. What can you do? What can you do? It's fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get Van Jefferson too? Oh yeah, so did I, I thought that. Yeah, I was like, all right, I guess Van Jefferson's the guy. Let's see what happens. But yeah, actually, I, I, traded, I actually made a trade. Um, I, I traded Van Jefferson and Stafford for um for Travis Cetien and C.J. Stroud. So we'll see what and, ends up happening. After and and if Chris jumps in the chat today, 
I'm going to tell him how bad that trade was. That was a terrible <laughs> trade. It shouldn't have been approved. It shouldn't have been ratified by the league. That was a, a completely horrendous trade. Ratified by the league is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had questions about that one, and I was like, you know what? Know. This trade, this is terrible. There you go. See what I can't believe because I was like, Chris need a quarterback. Yeah, Chris need yeah. Chris need Jesus. The the good I news is. I was gonna say the good news is at least Devontae Smith, TJ Hawkins are both of them at least playing well tonight. So that's a that's a good sign for me, at least to start out. So. <laughs> oh, speaking of the devil, hi Chris, and that terrible <laughs> trade you made. To... <laughs> Shout out to Area Chief Podcast. Right on time. Shout out Area Chief Podcast, man. Uh, yeah, your ears are burning. <laughs> speaking of 0 and 2, <laughs> we lost last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a segue. Man. Yeah. No, uh, I didn't really get the comment last week. I was at work, unfortunately. Um, my my thoughts on the game, I think a lot of things changed when Travis Kelsey popped up hurt at the last minute. And I think the whole game plan was thrown out. And I think they really had a Pat, can you make things can you make things happen, please? Game plan. And to Pat's credit, Pat's pretty Pat's pretty fucking good. Excuse my language. He made that a game. It shouldn't have been a game. Tony definitely looked rusty. I think, um, and we'll talk about the press conferences later. I think the wide receivers, this is the question I wanted to pose, and I wish I was on the show last week, but we got you intelligent people here. Are there too many wide receivers? Were there too many wide receivers last week yes. to fit into the game plan to give ample because Rasheed Rice does great, and then I don't know where he went. Um, Sky Moore ran every route in the tree, and he never even got targeted. Basically. Um, Justin Ross had a little what little six yarder, eight yarder, something like that, and then he was gone. And then MVS, MVS, and Pat, you are so petty with these MVS disappearing behind the safety to catch the ball and then raise up like, no, nah, I caught it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like those that throw. Oh my god, it was amazing. But after that, MVS disappeared. So was it too many options out there? Should we have just streamlined it? And Justin Watson had an incredible game and disappeared up for a little bit. So was was it too many wide receivers on the roster? I can throw I'm throwing that out to anybody who wants to answer. Not, not on the Probably roster. Did. Oh, go ahead, D mate. I was gonna say no, not I mean active. Active. Yeah. I mean I don't even think active, because I think active is okay if you have seven wide receivers active. I agree that the too many snaps spread out too many snaps spread out from what I saw. I'm good on, on Richie James wide receiver snaps right now. He looked <laughs> lost for him coming into this offense. Probably should know some, so a little bit more. I didn't love what I saw from him. So I'm good on Richie James snaps. Don't need to have it. Um, Justin Watson, MVS, two reliable guys. Those guys should continue to get the snaps that they got. Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. I was fine with the snaps that they got. They used Kadarius Tony sparingly, but when they did, they tried to get the ball to him, and 
you know, obviously the result was not good, but I expect them to bounce back. Um, and but they used them sparingly within the snaps as they should have, and try to get impact snaps out of them when they did. Sky Moore stepped into a bigger role. I thought that was fine. I would like to see Justin Ross use better situationally in the red zone. And Rasheed Rice, I think, can continue to earn more snaps as this goes along. Um, but as far as this one week, too many snaps spread across because guys didn't get into rhythm. Guys didn't feel, you know, just moving together. And, and that if you're going to try and rotate these guys in and out, um, I think Seth Kaiser, you know, said it best. It, it felt like a preseason game in the ways that mm-hmm. they were trying to rotate these guys in and out. There's too many of them. And, and, and yeah. to, before we go to Kylie, can we do a callback? Uh, how big was Ross's package <laughs> this week? <laughs> wasn't big. Wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't big enough. Wasn't, wasn't big no enough. disrespect, Kylie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, please, please answer the question and move along. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like personally, I feel like there were. I just wish that, like, what DMac was saying, that they would have like rode the hot hand. And what MBS had two targets for two catches, 48 yards, and then it was like we didn't see him again. Um, Justin Watson had a pretty good game. We saw, like you were saying, Rasheed Rice was doing some big things. Uh, personally, with Sky, like I'm gonna need to see a little bit more from him this next game because I felt like he wasn't getting any separation, and that was why he wasn't getting targeted. And that's kind of a problem. Like Pat's running around trying to find someone, no one's getting open. I think there was just chemistry issues with them um, in general. And then, of course, with Tony. I'm all about what Andy Reid in his theory of, you know, if a guy drops a pass and he's down on himself, like, let's go right back to him. I'm all for that. But I think there needs to be like a one, two, three strike policy on that per game. Like after one or two, the second time he drops it, he just be like, hey, bud, it might not be your game today. Because that third one ended up being a pick six, if I'm not correct, or if I'm not mistaken. Right? The third one. They were all dropped. crucial. I mean, yeah, they were. But uh, yeah, so I think uh, we he played that a little bit too loosely in that game where he was just like, no, again, again, it's like, this just might not be his day. And uh, he even led on to that in the presser. He was like, you know, I don't think I put him in the best situations to be successful. Um, I think I need to look in the mirror myself. So I was happy to see or to hear Andy say that Um, I was happy to hear Tony get up and kind of take ownership. But I don't feel like there were too many. I don't think going forward there'll be too many. I think it's just about how they game plan for them. Yeah. Um. We, yeah. When you look at uh, we look at the stats and everything. You see that there's 11 different players that caught the football. At least made one catch and everything. And Sheesh. like, and like you mentioned, country like it's 48 hours. You know, I'm sure the game plan originally was to feed Kelsey, feed Kelsey as the main option. And you know, 48 hours, you know, you scrambling to try to come up with something else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like. How you mentioned, I think you or D Mac, you guys mentioned like it was kind of like how pre- it ended up being like a preseason game to that extent, you know, just trying to figure things out, like who to trust as the game yeah. went along. And in the end, you know, they was trying to trust uh, Kadarius. He just didn't make plays. You know, they was trying to trust Guy a little bit more in the second, a little bit more in the second half. Um, it just didn't make plays. Um, and as simple as that, like, like we mentioned it last week, if two or three of those. The drops were actually catches. I mean, Give me one. Give me one. Give me that third downer that could have – that was – we were in field goal range. Give me Sky Moore. The game is over. Give me Kadarius Tony on the pick six. Give me Kadarius Tony on the third and whatever. When we could have mm-hmm. converted and gotten into field goal range. And either one of those three. doesn't matter. You get one of them, you win the game. Um, so it's unfortunate. And I agree with it's, you. 
there was also the secondary part of it, and I thought this also kind of affected the wide receiver play. I didn't necessarily love the way in which they tried to adapt that game plan without Kelsey. And obviously, difficult circumstances haven't taken him out. I felt like they didn't use the power runs that they should have to try and get after the Detroit Lions defense. I feel like and we only saw one screen pass. I didn't love the ways in which they used Sky Moore. They didn't try and, you know, get him on kind of short routes to try to use his ability. And some of that is also a credit to the Lions in which they adjusted to more of zone concepts rather than man concepts. But I didn't I, I didn't think that the uh, the play calling necessarily did them any favors outside of the situational play calling, which we, I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, but yeah, so that that was my general feeling on it. Just a little bit of wide receivers letting you down, a little bit of Patrick Holmes being uncomfortable, and a little bit of, of the 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 game plan calling uh, not living up to the standards you would like to see. But how does it look? There's two things I want to see. I would like to see the first one. We're probably not going to see. It would be nice. I don't know if it would be nice, but it would be cool if we could see them prepare. 10 days with these seven wide receivers. There's Kelsey's not going to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, Kelsey's out. But they get a full entire week of game plan, practice, all that. We're probably not going to see that because the way Kat, Travis Kelsey was dump, jumping around at practice, he's not missing this game. The I was second say, part of that. I hope we don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I hope we don't see that. I'm, I'm, yeah, definitely. But yeah, no. the second part of that is how does that look with Travis Kelsey, because even the routes that Sky was running, does that look different when Travis Kelsey is getting that attention? You feel me? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. or is he more open now? Because Tony's gonna be. It looks like Tony's gonna be open regardless. Right. Uh, Rasheed Rice is gonna be. He's gonna be cool. Does how much is it affecting Sky? Because he was running the routes, and he actually could have. I, I don't know what Pat deal with was him he had him open he passed it up and he did talk about this in the press conference so he did address it so he saw it just like we did but he had sky open across he hesitated then tried to come back for him it was too tall you know what i'm saying so i wonder those two things i wonder how it looks if they had 10 days of straight practice pat and these seven wide receivers we got to make it work or but and how does it look with Travis out there. I guess we'll see the second one first because, uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll get Breaking news, I think Travis is playing. Yeah, Tra- yeah, Travis looks yeah, like yeah, he's, he's going to play. He's going Travis looks like he's good to go. And, and it's good. <laughs> Everything falls into place when Travis is there. And, and specifically right. when you're talking about because the Lions toggled to more zone rather than playing man-heavy con- uh, you know, coverages, Everything that Sky is stepping into as far as Juju's role last year was about zone coverages working off of Travis Kelsey's attention and gravity that he pulls guys to. And so not having that piece in there really significantly affects what that Juju role ends up looking like. It kind of made him useless almost. Mm -hmm. I think it did at times as well. And and again, everything falling into place is not just from a a conceptual standpoint. It's from Patrick Mahomes' comfortability standpoint. He knows teams are going to key on Travis Kelsey, and he uses that to its advantages to get to the wide receivers off of that. So, yeah. Uh, Thank God Travis Kelsey looks like he's back. There wasn't structural damage, um, and it looks like he's ready to roll. Yeah, we just saw a sleeve on his left left leg or his left 
left knee or whatever. But he yeah, yeah. Good, he looks spry and everything. Which is better than a Stone Cold Steve Austin brace on his knee. That's what Chris Jones has on his knee. <laughs> right. Well, he's been wearing that for a while. I know. He's been wearing that forever. I, I, I never inquired as to why he does that. But, yeah. I don't know. Preventative. Um, preventative. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Worked, but if shout out to uh, B-Shack for making that, uh, that degeneration – X, X, yeah. Oh my man, God, yeah, that was crazy. It was amazing. I had to retweet it on the main page. Kylie, you missed the uh, post game too. Did you have any positive signs as far as offensively? I think we all agree that the defense played good, but on the offense, did you have anything that you liked? Eighteen <laughs> <laughs> is retired, isn't it? That's a good point. Eighteen's retired, so I don't know what he's going to pick. Uh, I would say the one positive and what, what kind of puzzled me throughout the game was if you remember right before the half, they took a timeout and came out and that's when there was like three plays right in a row. And it was MBS that played MBS, a play to Watson. And then that, right. I think it was Rasheed Rice. Who Rasheed Rice touchdown. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? That's the offense. It was just very, it was very confusing because then, you know, going into the half, I thought, okay, this is really positive. We've scored points here. I think we got the ball coming out of the half. And then we just, fell apart so um i was really i was really surprised that we didn't come out of half and put up points it it was it was really surprising to me and i don't know again i i think that there was a little bit of overcomplication when they tried to cram too much and trying to adjust the game plan the fact that you had those plays in succession at a tempo i think that that's something that they could have got to like it there were things and ways in which you could have made this better and easier on these guys simplifying these things and, and i don't think they took good advantage of it tempo being one of them certainly um and yeah, i mentioned I the right screen and things out there yeah right before that right before that um rasheed rice touchdown actually um they ran like a they was running like a um they was had that McKin- they, they had, had the McKin- flip reverse play didn't right, they right, the flip reverse play. mckinnon handed it to mahomes who yeah, flipped it to tony and, 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 and tony yeah and- and you saw, like, on the uh, on 22, I don't know if Blake Bell was supposed to go outside or was he supposed to go inside and take that, take that he, linebacker inside. He needed, he needed to fill that gap because it, it doesn't make sense because they had McKinnon running outside as well yeah. to pick up somebody if they had to. So Blake Bell kind of has to turn that up because it's four yards. So you need four yards at that point. So. Yeah, because I saw that was between um, Tooney and Bell. And I'm, on, I'm, I'm probably going to say – Blake Bell might have got the views on which assignment to take on that one. Otherwise, that would have been a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. He would have been able to get in there if, if he just cleans up Alex. Um, Pat did get answered. You could tell that he was a little bit uncomfortable with what he was seeing, uh, which, you know, he, he has a safety blanket and Travis Kelsey not being there. You can understand what, what might have happened there. But he took the, he took it on the chin. He said it was, it was on him. He didn't play up to his standards, which he didn't. Um, and that's exactly what you uh, expect to hear from home. Kylie, did you have anything else? Um, I've got positives about the defense. Let's go. <laughs> Let's like, go to defense because I, I yeah. got some too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt I'm like overall. doing this because me and Kylie missed the post game. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, stuff to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I thought that so I was really impressed with the defense. Um, of specifically with the pressure that they were able to bring without Chris Jones. I thought Kyle Loftus had a really good game. I thought Dana played really well. Um, FAU was even getting in there. Um. I was really impressed by them. I was impressed by McDuffie. I felt like McDuffie played really well. Uh, Snead played what, like every snap. 
I think he was yeah. up there the whole game, which for someone who was uh, not really participating in practice due to the swelling in his knee, I thought that was really impressive. I'm excited to see him back full strength um, now that he's got a few hits under his belt now. Um, but yeah, overall, I was really impressed. I think, and we won't get too far into it because I know we're going to talk about this next game, but I'm excited to see how this defense gels now that Chris Jones is back. I think it's going, like, I thought it was really promising to see how well they did without him. And uh, once he's able to draw a little bit of that double coverage and double teams, like, I think we're going to see a little bit more out of the line. So, facts. Uh, Chris, the big fella. Yeah, Neil Neil Farrell comes. He gets to play this week too, so uh, it'll be interesting. Who 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 did most of the snaps at DT? Was it Naughty the uh, Kingdom Cats? Listen, hold on. He he did well. He he had some. He did okay. I I was I was pleasantly surprised by Derek <laughs> Naughty snaps. I was <laughs> I was not expecting him to look actually competent uh i was i was pleasantly surprised but yeah Nadi had 72 mac dickerson had uh 67 and we saw tershawn warden uh i don't know whoa i was looking at the wrong one that's something else sorry matt dickerson had uh 41 Derek Nadi had 39 tershawn warden had 27 um uh, so yeah i mean tershawn warden with 27 uh, that was good to see uh, that was a little bit more than i thought he was going to be able to give us uh coming off the knee so obviously he feels pretty healthy uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that rotation change. Obviously, you expect a limited amount with Chris Jones expected to play. So we end up seeing. But I agree with you guys. Defensive line um, did very well. Young edge rushers, George and Felix, looked very, very good. Mike Dana, I think, uh, is going to be able to give you a little bit of the inside pass rush and early down edge versatility here, which is good to see um, as far as as long as we know that Charles Romanyi is going to be suspended here for the next few, few games. So. Um, defensive line positives. Did you, did you during the game, did you say, I miss Chris Jones? Not as much as I said, I miss Travis Kelsey. (laughs) 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 It wasn't even close. Because here's the thing. We love you, Chris, but you are no Travis Kelsey. (laughs) No, and I think like the difference wasn't, I think we win that game with Travis Kelsey. It's not Facts. like, oh, we would have won that game if we had Chris Jones. Easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, easy. Exactly. Like, I, So, I wasn't yeah. – I mean, yeah, I miss you, Chris. I'm glad he's back. I'm, it's going to be great. But, no doubt. No doubt. But during I, I the think, game, it was like, they doing pretty good without him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, look, you gave up two touchdowns. But I think the only time in which you, you did miss Chris Jones was the last drive of the game, or the second last drive of the game. They just they, – they lined it up and they ran it right down your throats. And and Chris Jones last year was very good against the run, and he was also playing a lot of heavy snaps. Um, and so not having him there in the middle definitely showed up there on that last drive because they just didn't have an answer to try to stop it. So that happens. Right. It is what it is. But um, I agree with you. It, was, it wasn't even close. Travis Kelsey was far more missed um, than Chris Jones was. Uh, not even close. Yeah. But, uh, uh, another but, thing, another thing, and then we can move on to the next week. Or, or were you going to say something, Chuck? Go ahead, Country. You got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But another thing uh, that uh, Kali touched on, our defense, that secondary just looks different when Snead is on the field. I don't I'm not, I don't know if he's the glue or he's the captain or what he does, but when he's on the field, they just seem to play better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, did y'all see, notice a difference? Like, I noticed, like, they just look better when Snead is out there, when he's allowed to roam and do what he does. And Trim McDuffie had a hell of a game. And 
<laughs> Manny said. I just welcomed him out on the field and to see him, he went through literally the same thing that um, Kadarius Tony went through of not practicing for what, six no. weeks, no game yeah. action. Yep. But mm-hmm. I didn't see a lot of rust out of Snead. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it. it you know, we're, it's something that we're going to monitor. That knee is going to some, be something that we always watch. But he looked good out there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, go ahead, Chuck. I'm sorry I cut you off. What is wrong with Manny and these hats? What's Manny, Manny, Manny I, I, I'll say this. Uh, the, the, that When you get Snead healthy because of what the chest piece he allows you in the slot, and he's a good, you know, a good guy they can cover. When you get Joshua Williams outside, um, being his, you know, a long-limbed self and being able to disrupt guys, especially at the line of scrimmage, and obviously Trent McDuffie, who's kind of a, another chess piece that now Spags feels comfortable moving around, especially on primary assignments, uh, because he can stuff the run effectively, and he's just that good of a cover corner. You could tell the top three corners when those guys are out there, they just look really fun to watch. And so uh, definitely I agree with you. Sneed, glue guy to keep all, all two of those guys together. Yes, surprisingly, Puma is still around. I mean, Puma, Puma made sure. Said, this, is, this, is, this is the best uh, racing team in Formula One, Manny. Red Bull Racing. Man, forget Max Verstappen. Anyway, uh, let's, let's go and move on to Chris Jones. Let's go and move to Chris Jones. He's finally in the building. They finally got a deal done. It's a one-year deal, and we finally got the answer to the incentive type stuff. Okay, so for this year – he has a cap hit of $26.8 million for 2023 and then hits against the cap uh, with 100, of $1.35 million against the cap in 2024 through 2027. So his cap hit this season from roughly $28.3 million. So mm-hmm. that's essentially how the numbers played out. Um, so for any of the <laughs> incentives not reached for this season, the cap hit in future years can be refunded after the season. So – all of the incentives are considered likely to be earned, but the option bonus is spread out over the next five seasons. Um, so that, that was a little report from Matt Derrick. Shout out to Matt Derrick for that information. Shout out to Matt Derrick. Country, country is like, can I get the black cop? I don't know if y'all remember that San Francisco Sun bit that used to do white cop and black cop, but the country is like, can I just get the black cop version of whatever is just going on? <laughs> Man, look. This is a PSA. This is a uh, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> these are my thoughts, and my thoughts alone is not a reflection of Kingdom Cast nor his partners or sponsors. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris, what was that all about? We accomplished. Oh man! You, do you know what we accomplished? Exactly nothing, Chris. Yeah, we we, we barely that was got a raise. We we barely made more money. It was a one year deal, no New Year's. Chris, I don't know when you can do it, and you got like seventeen weeks to get this right. Those two guys that you were sitting with at the game, those two idiots, get rid of them quickly, nicely. Mm-hmm. They got their they got their money off the little deal. Get rid of them. They're done. It's over. They're not. They're not Drew Rosenhaus. I don't know what they tried to do. You won nothing. <laughs> like, Brett Beach, <laughs> he screwed you, man. Like, I don't know. You won nothing out of this deal, Chris. 
Chris, I love you to death. I love you to death, and we missed you, and we wanted you back. But you stayed out of training camp. You never went to St. Joe. You you missed the first game. You got absolutely nothing out of that contract, bro. Nothing. And you still get tagged next year. And you get to push the money back. Chris, you failed. Your agents failed you mightily. And Brett Beach is not laughing at you. He's not laughing with you. He's laughing at you. Because he won every part of this deal. Which is, I mean, if you're pro team, you're happy. If you're pro Chris, you're happy he's here. If you're pro agent, you're an idiot. Because they failed at every opportunity to make this a great deal. He set out all those weeks for nothing. He held out for nothing. He got nothing. Nothing. $25 million. You had 27 on the table. You lost Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated it's to know. Not gonna be upset even thinking about it right now. It's like you won nothing. What did we do? You what did we accomplish right, in that? You are absolutely I'm, right, dude. This is I'm like fascinated to go ahead. This, go ahead, this one of the worst holdouts mm -hmm. I have seen in quite some time. Absolutely. Bro. Like Chris, like Chris came out <laughs> on the short end of the stick at the end of the day, man. I was like, what'd you do all this for, bro? And it's like, and like we mentioned on the last episode, I said, "Look, dog, he need to get new representation because this was just absolute poor execution by the current AC he's with. He's with uh, Cass Brothers. They clearly flopped <laughs> on this from the get go. Um, I'm all for, yeah, I'm with you, T Bone. All for, you know, getting <laughs> players paid, they worth worth and everything. But the advice that that he was getting, dog, awful advice." Extremely awful. <laughs> like, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back in the building. I'm glad he's going to be a part of this run again. But at the end of the day, dog, you missed out on some money, bro. Like, what? he's got nothing done, bro. Like, it's like $55 million guaranteed on the table, fully guaranteed for 2024 and 2025. I don't think he's going to be able to get any contract that matches that. I don't think that he's going to be able to make that. I'd be surprised because there's no other there's no D tackle that's going to be pushing this market up like Christian Wilkins is like really good. But I don't think he, the, the Dolphins are going to pay him twenty five million dollars a year. There's no other D tackle coming to push this market up. So when they go to the, the bargaining table next er, in off season, Beach is going to be like, OK, well, you are a year older now. Mm -hmm. I can't push the cap off. Do you just want to do a $26 million year deal? And you know, we give you 50 guaranteed and we move on from there. Like they're not gonna all of a sudden up the offer. That's not gonna happen. So I don't know. There's no win for Chris Jones here, like you said, country. That's he a, lost in every aspect of the deal. He lost every aspect. He, he's got if they don't reach a, a, a deal, then he's just gonna be tagged. He's not gonna be able to do anything about it. Yeah. Do you do you think so? Uh, in the presser, I think it was yesterday. He didn't really defend his agents, but he said he wasn't going to be looking for any other agents. Do you buy that, or do you think he's just trying to save face? Oh no! Do you think hey, we see him with new agents? He said he was very this, diplomatic in that press conference. I'll say that. Yeah, he's a professional. He has to be. But this is what this is what happened. And Brett Veach even alluded to it in the the statement he made. The Cats brothers were diligent. 
which is translated to me, meant annoying and in the way. I think they took a one-year deal so he could be like, hey, good job, guys. You got your money. See ya. So I can fire you and get a real agent and we can start over and talk like real agents. Because what did they do? Your biggest client is Byron Pringle. And no disrespect to Pringle. He was a great guy. But they don't know how to handle no big money deals, man. They just proved it. They're not going to get any more agents. They're not going to get any more players after this. That's, what? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't even want the Cash Brothers to represent this podcast right now. Like, y'all can't Hell do nothing no. for us. <laughs> and, uh, they might be able to get us like a Chino shirt. <laughs> The Sopranos, I, I just, the Sopranos I, DVD. Yo, or something. <laughs> like they, it's unfortunate though because terrible, like I, bro, they, I'm sorry. Their their second parts of it though because like if you had properly gone through this negotiation, Chris Jones's future could be in a much safer place than it is right now. Because I mean, it's he's he is one bad injury away from from it not being very mm-hmm. good. And, yeah. and God forbid mm-hmm. that happens because then God everybody forbid, we need him. Everybody loses at that point. And, and it's just it, it's a shame that it had to go the way they end up doing, because I agree with you. It really felt like the agents were pushing for something here that was completely unrealistic. And Chris Jones was getting bad advice. I just had it. I just had an epiphany and we can leave it after this. They're former Drew Rosenhaus associates, right? Yes. Yeah. Drew Rosenhaus represents Tyreek Hill. Also, yes. Tyreek Hill was ready to sign with Kansas City. He was going to make some money. I don't know why people believe he wasn't. Drew Rosenhaus also represents Christian Kirk. Boom. Get Jacksonville to overpay for my guy. Tyreek, hold on. Hold on. Boom. Devontae Adams. Get him, Tyreek. Go back he made his and money. tell him he needs some more. The Cash Brothers had Byron Pringle. It was nobody to go. And it, it'd be different if y'all represented Quentin Williams. And they'd be like, yo, we got him paid. Boom, it set you up to get you paid. None of the guys that were in the class got paid. None of them. Jeffrey Simmons, Quentin Williams. Uh, who was the other guy, D-Mac? Dexter Lawrence. None of them got broke off. It was already bad. It was already bad. You already. Agent Nicole Lynn was the person that negotiated Quentin Williams' contract. They should have hired her. Nicole Lynn is in these negotiations. Jesus Christ. This probably would have been done in in July. I I feel very comfortable with that. I think that they would have gone in here, got it done. They saw where Quentin Williams put the number at, the significant raise on top of it, and that would have been the end of it. I think they tried to do what Tyreek Hill did, but they didn't have the proper market to do, and everybody that came in was coming in lower than expected, and they still were trying to fight for 30. This was the wrong year to try to pull that move. And they lost dramatically in front of the world. Your agency is done. Kaput. Yeah. Uh, we too. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, they were depending on Chris Jones to say that. These are my thoughts. They're, this does not represent Kylie or D-Mac or Chuck <laughs> or Boogie. 
but yeah, essentially, but essentially at the end of the day, they just they flopped. They flopped big time. So, yep. mm-hmm. uh, but before we move on to the matchup and all that, uh, just want to put. I know. So- huh? No, I'm not. We're sorry. not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Chuck, I just saw something. Chuck, I'm not doing it. Chuck, not doing it. Next topic. Uh, Go to the next topic, please. Oh, uh, Mr. Three Points. Mr. Three Points. <laughs> no, we're not. I didn't even mean to no, say please. it. I didn't. Uh, even uh, mean but yeah, anyway, uh, oh, there he goes. <laughs> but Poor yeah, guy. Um, I want to. I want to shout out the king of overreactions, Lance the Spoken. I want to shout out to him. He put this stat out here. Um, in sacks and road games since 2018, Chris Jones leads the NFL 26 and a half. The next closest is TJ White at 23 and a half. Yeah. So, hey, Chris Jones might get on the board this week. Chris Jones oh, he's getting on the board. Oh, we we gonna talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. He has. They great, don't have a center, right guard, or a, a tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the injury report. The injury report is not looking great for Jacksonville. Yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Chris. So yeah, Chris Jones. He could get on the board this week, and also he kept receipts. So <laughs> that's another thing he kept. So he probably gonna tweet me about that. But <laughs> hey, look though, he came back at the perfect time because it's segueing. Jacksonville's banged up on the part that they count on that line. They are banged up, and Jacksonville's a good team. They did have a little problem with Indianapolis, though. Indianapolis hung tough. That was a tough game. It was tougher than it should have been. Now, when we did the schedule, I think this was – people were looking at potentially this was the first loss, mm-hmm. one of the first loss, one of the first real tests of the season. I still agree – I still agree, but I think Detroit uh, kind of sealed their fate because they're not losing. Pat, Pat walked into that Pat press conference. I've so never pissed. seen, I've never seen my quarterback this man. He was mm-hmm. not happy at all. We lost in the AFC Championship. He wasn't this man. No, he was. Wait, he, he was he, more pissed than when he lost to the Bengals in the regular season. He he was. Did you see his face? He he it looked was, like he wanted to not answer any questions. He was from very, the moment they. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they were micing him up or what they were doing. He was pissed the entire time. Mm-hmm. Man, go look at it. Go look at it. Go look. Don't even listen to the questions. Forget the questions. Forget what he said. Oh, no, Look sorry. at his face. He's pissed. He's still pissed. And if they interview him tomorrow, which they probably will, because it's like what the last one of the week. If he comes in with that same face, bro, I feel sorry for Jacksonville. I think <laughs> I think he's good because they only do Wednesdays that they that the court. Oh, he's done. Yeah. 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 It's T-bone. it's also his birthday. It's also his birthday on Sunday. T-bone T-bone said he wanted to slap the shit up. He that's he looked at he, he bro. That is how he looked. We always say Pat is a petty person. He's still petty. He's very he's he Pat is Michael Jordan level of petty. He's very petty. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he got this pissed off though, because as soon as he walked up to the podium, I said. Pat is either super annoyed or super focused right now. Because what is this? I've never seen this look. Have y'all ever seen him look like that before? I think it's both. Uh, but no, I have not. He, like I said, it's a unique. Uh, he he looked very annoyed, very focused, and he wants to get back out there. And, and I truly believe that he wants to put up a great, great performance. And look, fortunately, he's going to have his number one target. 
um, to actually do that this week. Patrick Pippins is, is funny as hell. Why are we even put that's why funny. are we even putting him on the screen? I'm sorry. Don't that's it. funny as hell. That's funny as hell. It's so stupid, it's funny. Uh yeah, but um game. Why it's literally the same thing every single it's the same thing every single week. I just look at my background and then you look at your trophy case. If you don't have these, I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> Hey, when, when you walk into your trophy room and you can go, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. Anyway, Kylie, right, did so you yeah, notice Patrick Mahomes' face? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Face. No, it was he's definitely focused and I'm not happy. Uh but it's his birthday. That's what I was saying. Is it's his birthday on Sunday? How old is Pat now? 28? 29? 28. Yeah, Seven seasons, right? It sounds crazy to say that they seven seasons. They grow up so fast. <laughs> that man He's got two you. kids. That man got two kids. He still got a mohawk. I know. It's like, what happened? <laughs> Can you keep the mohawk? He's got to keep the mohawk at least it's until 30. It's is, it time, is, it time, is it time for the mohawk to leave? No. Let me no, tell you. Not yet. Them, curls are, them curls ain't going nowhere as long as you're getting paid $10 million by head and shoulders. I'll tell you that for sure. Boom. That, that, that ain't going nowhere. He will <laughs> never shave the head. Those, those, those are the $10 million curls right there. They ain't going nowhere. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, it's like Troy Palomalu. He got a wig now. He just, he's so committed to the commercial. You think yeah. he's my thoughts and my thoughts is alone. It's, let's let's go back. Kylie, oh, don't go there with me. Don't don't go down this road with me, Kylie. Stay where you are. Uh, I always thought they were are. luscious. Yeah, luscious locks. I was like, oh, luscious locks. That's not a wig. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, uh, luscious locks. locks. What are we saying? But here's a uh, here's a topic I do want to touch on. Um, <laughs> I want to touch on Andre Cisco, the safety of the Jaguars. Okay. Um, Nick Jacobs freaked out. <laughs> he freaked out yesterday about that hit he put on Anthony Richardson. And I looked at this play numerous times and I was like, okay, what else was he supposed to do to stop AR from getting the end zone? It's like, I don't think there's a, a legit, another legit option in order to stop him from getting the end zone. Because, I mean, if he would have let off, then AR is possibility that AR could have ran over him. And maybe stress to get in the end zone. I don't know. But then I saw, like, I went back to the game in the regular season when he laid out Juju Smith-Schuster and MVS. And I'm like, That was dirty, bro. I don't know. Looking back, I was like, I don't know. No, that was some dirty hits, I feel like, to his point, he was saying he was playing, like, the old school greats. You know what I'm saying? The Steve Atwaters and the Jack Tatums. I feel like part of it was Patrick Mahomes kind of hung him out to dry a little bit. He's not even Andre Cisco though. He's named after a bad liquor. Cisco, one of them old school guys. You know what I'm saying? That's what I kind of feel like, bro. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I understand what he's trying to do. (laughs) I I think that he does headhunt, and and I don't think the Anthony Richardson play was necessarily indicative of that. But there, when wide receivers come across the middle, he is he is trying to inflict some violence and pain and pain. That's understandable, uh, and that has an intimidating effect. Um, ultimately, though, you know, th- this Jaguars defense can be had up the middle. So, I mean, if we talk about the matchups that we're going to end up seeing, I need to see these guys try and get downhill and attack them. And if they don't, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, and and you got to 
you got to attack him up the middle because otherwise you're just trying to play with Tyson Campbell on the outside with wide receivers and stuff. Just don't allow Trey Smith, Joe Tooney, and Creed Humphrey to actually attack the interior of this defensive line because it's not good. They, they don't have a good interior defensive line. Attack them. Go after them. Go downhill. Please do that because otherwise I'll be frustrated. I can't show y'all comments because y'all being very petty in the chat section. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I can't just even post go. it. Just let him go. Let him, you know, you know that I'm laughing, but I just can't post. Mm-hmm. That was a good one, man. <laughs> I think they're great. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Um, if that. we get, are we going to see pre-rolled ankle uh, versus Jacksonville like we saw in the playoffs? Like, because Pat looked like he was well on his way. God, to I hope so. He was, he was going to put it on him. I mean, he was not, He was going to put Fiddy on him. Like, it, <laughs> he was, it was easy. He was rolling down the field the first, uh, the first drive and a half. I mean, oh, my God. He was feeling it. Yeah, um, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. Um, I, I think Patrick is going to go score first. I mean, just because mm-hmm. we mentioned how pissed he was at the press conference. And we got the birthday narrative coming up and all day. And it's just like, look, I just have a hard time seeing him starting out 0 2 or the Chiefs starting out 0 2 in general. I just have a hard time seeing that. Now, does that mean I'm counting out Jacksonville? No. I mean, Jacksonville, they definitely got a shot at winning this game. You know what I mean? Because the, we have beat them seven games in a row. We're on a winning streak like how we on a super long winning streak against Denver. They tired of losing to us. They really tired of losing to us because I remember in the very beginning of this uh, matchup, they used to own us, dog. They started out like six and two against us, and now we won the last seven matchups against Jacksonville. And Jacksonville, they are knocking on the door. And to your point, country, you mentioned in your bold predictions, like across the league, you said Trevor Lawrence could be the MVP this year, and I think Trevor Lawrence will come with it in this matchup too. So uh, defense, they're gonna have a test, especially Calvin Ridley in the fold. They look, they look damn good together. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big thing, and it's a good thing that you get Chris Jones back because you are going to need to create pressure to to disrupt this offense because they have a lot of variety of weapons. I mean, we Calvin Ridley looks like he hasn't missed a step, and it looks like Trevor Lawrence trusts him fully. Uh, Evan Ingram is still an athletic tight end, but you know he hasn't necessarily shown up, but still he's an athletic tight end. Zay Jones made a heck of a catch. He's pretty much been their second wide receiver, and he's mm-hmm. playing very well on the outside. Christian Kirk, when he comes in on their three wide receiver sets on the slot, been very good as well. And we know what Travis CTM brings to the table with his speed to the edge. So this is going to be a step up in competition, in my personal opinion, because Trevor Lawrence is an excellent quarterback. Um, and I, I said that before the season, and week one only really confirmed that. Doug Peterson is an Andy Reid disciple with great play design. So this defense is going to have to play uh, at a high level, and it's going to have to get pressure at four with times, especially against an undermanned offensive line to to try and throw this team off because you're going to need those extra bodies to to hold these uh, weapons down. Yeah, and they're so yeah. good um, at the quick pass game too. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it don't even take long. Like, mostly three-step drops. Uh, Trevor gets the ball out there quick, and mm-hmm. like once you get that, once they get that pass game going, you can mix in the run. And once they once they get rolling with that, that's when uh they pretty effective the flashing. Because I mean, I'm mainly <laughs> seeing what they flashing passes. Um, I'm mainly seeing them run a lot of a lot of shallow, a lot of shallow flats, you know, to the tight end, or you have a receiver run across the field, and that'll be like the second second option. So uh, they're very good at that. <laughs> y'all y'all are petty in the comments. <laughs> Yeah, they on his head. 
they on his head. <laughs> oh my God. Um Andy Reid does very well against his uh tree. Mm-hmm. Um I think he ain't gotta have no big old speech this week. I think that team is motivated. I think they got thrown in a fire. I think Pat was embarrassed. This might be the only second time in his career he's ever been embarrassed. Yeah, so he, he said he was embarrassed too. So sorry. I I think I think this is going to start a roll. I I don't think it's just Jacksonville. I think this is going to start a roll for Kansas City. And look, and and, and we can get into the 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 schedule I, a little bit later. I just can we talk to the football guys for just a second? Sure, go ahead. What did Aaron Rodgers do to y'all that y'all don't want him to ever play Pat Mahomes in his career? Oh boy. Oh, yeah. What? Man. I'm not and I'm not talking about his injury. We we don't celebrate injuries. We don't no, I feel no. bad for him. I I wouldn't even say Why from that can't perspective. this ever happen? What what what's what going did, what's so the, crazy. What, what did the Jets fans do to the football guys? Because honestly, they've been cursed. I mean, you you have been waiting for this moment for how long in your fandom? You you got a great defense. You've got a Hall of Fame quarterback. You got a run game because Brees Hall looked like he was good. And the third drop back of the game, the Achilles is gone. And it's just <sighs> awful. And, and I say that not even including it's 9-11. He comes out with the music blaring, mm-hmm. has the flag carrying, new new jerseys, everything looking elite. And it just—it's tragic, bro. It's tragic. I mean, it was awful. It I I really felt bad for Jets fans in that moment. I was like, that is just terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. I felt bad for I Jets gotta... fans, but also I felt bad for obviously Aaron Rodgers, and then like Garrett Wilson and all these receivers getting ready to play with Aaron Rodgers, and just what that was going to do for their season, and obviously their career, mm-hmm. and you know how hyped they were going. It it was such a like as a fan of the sport. Like just such a bummer, regardless of what fan or what team you cheer for. It was just such a bummer. It's such a bummer. I feel. And it was it was cool to see how much those young receivers had kind of connected with him, and and so it was a shame. It it, just a shame all the way around to to see that in the way it did. NFL, NFL guys, hey, we don't need to see injury videos. Over and over and oh my god, I'm gonna circle it this time. You see where it pops right there? Like, stop doing that. It's so weird. Like the next day, like, okay, all right, that's enough. We we reached the limit. Elon Musk put a limit on everything else on Twitter. Put a limit on injury videos because I've seen every angle of Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles. Like, stop it for real. And that goes for everybody across the league. We don't want to see nobody get injured, but to see the video, the game is going to play it at least 15, 20 times. And then on Twitter, it's going to be shared. It's going to have 30,000 views at the end of the day. It's like, oh, my God. Like, it did pop, bro. Manny, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> it did look ugly, bro. It looked very – you could – It exploded. You could see it, bro. Like, and they kept sharing the video. They zoomed in, 4K mm-hmm. quality. Like, hey, man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like what are we doing? Yo, but, yeah, no, and, and, and it was. But to your point, go ahead. Though, yeah, man. go ahead, Chuck. To, to your point, I'm sorry, though, I got on that. Um, 
I, I know I've been an anti Aaron Rodgers type of dude, but for as a fan of football, as a fan of the National Football League, it's a it's a big blow. It really it, is. It is. And and it like is. and I said it like a few years ago too, like, you know, during the COVID season, all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers mysteriously um is unable to play because he wasn't immunized all of a sudden. <laughs> and, oh yeah. Um, we didn't get the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I was just, and I was just that at that I was just like it's not in the cards, man. We never go see this matchup. And when the schedule came out and I saw the Jensen Chiefs on, I was like, okay, we, we'll see. We got to see if one of these guys going to be healthy. And once again, somebody had to, somebody went down. Paul George. Was, was that Paul George? Oh, the broken... oh, oh, yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, the, yeah, um, that's. Oh, yeah, oh that my God. Oh, my God. But that, that, that Olympic. Was... But the ahead, Kevin yes. Ware one, the Kevin Ware one. I was, his that was, was sticking out. Him bro. too. <sighs> when when Joe his Thiesman leg broke, broke Joe Thiesman getting his leg broke was oh my god. Oh, Dak Prescott, oh I feel like his was pretty bad. Now Prescott, it was just like yeah, yeah. his yeah, ankle was. I, I, I'll yeah. I'll always say the the Kevin Ware one was one where I've never seen anything like that, and it was just. Awful. Disgusting. Yeah. And Alex Smith on the anniversary of Joe and Thiesman getting hurt. Oh, my God. Same day. Jay, and we have not him. mentioned this. Prayers to Alex Smith and his family. It's yes, just absolutely. After they've been through all that drama, now they got the daughter with the cancer. Like, prayers to his entire family. Man, prayers to Alex Smith, man. You, absolutely. He don't just – Alex Smith, one of the nicest, humblest guys of all time, and you just – Come on, man. Like, I know God gives his roughest battles to his biggest soldiers, but Jesus Christ, like, get a, get a yeah, guy a break. You know what I'm saying? But, man, uh, on behalf, I will represent the entire podcast. On behalf of Kingdom Cast, uh, prayers for Alex Smith and his daughter, man, for real. Like, for real. Absolutely. That's crazy. Um, we all over the place. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, we did <laughs> I'm sorry. I just watched Devontae Smith get this long touchdown, so that's going to help me in fantasy. Um, <laughs> Same here. Same get him, Kylie. Get him. Same here. I know. Uh, Hold on. Which league? Which league? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh, he's got 50 points. Let's go. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. He does. Okay, sorry. Yeah, by the way, he was, he, was plus, he was plus 500 to lead everybody in receiving yards tonight. So, mm. so yeah. It's gonna help. That's 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 some easy money right there. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So get it. Getting back to the to week two. Um, obviously, we talk about t- difficult, you know, game plan as far as trying to hold down their defense or hold down their offense, I should say. Um, their <laughs> offensive line injury. So their center right now is, is unlikely to play. Brandon Sheriff, the right guard, is iffy to play, and Kim Robinson still suspended their left tackle, so they have walk a little. And um and, and Anton Harrison, the rookie at right tackle. So it, it's really for me just finding a way to get these guys in a little bit of longer yardage situations and finding ways to tee off on that offensive line. Just getting Trevor to hold it just an extra beat. The the Colts defense in the pretty much for three quarters of the game were able to give them significant struggles. Like they dare they weren't moving the ball easily. They were able to hold them down pretty good for the first three quarters of the game. And so when the fourth quarter came, 
the Colts had a little bit of turnover issues, gave them some short fields, and they were able to score. So this is going to be the big question for me is if, if they're able to stop the run on early downs, try to get into some advantageous situations, get after Trevor, because, again, these weapons are going to be very difficult to hold down. But I do believe with Chris Jones back, they can have this defensive line. The thing I'm interested to see what Jacksonville does is uh, with Calvin Ridley as far as he goes, because our corners, we mainly play – our side like we don't really travel with receiver anything so i'm kind of interested to see how often trent's gonna be on really and how often really's gonna line up just all over the field in general and for jacksonville to see if they can try to find like a like a little slight weakness in the secondary to maybe like take advantage of us maybe a little, a little bit but to your point earlier um the offensive alignment of jacksonville they banged up right now so we'll, we'll have to monitor their status but if they come to this game and they played and they a little banged up, uh, I think we can take advantage of that. Since we do got 95 back, that's definitely just going to open it up for everybody else to uh, go in there and get some sacks. I mean, along with pressures and everything. So if we can do that just enough and force Trevor into like at least a pick or like a strip fumble, all we need is like to win the tournament battle by one. If we can get at least one turnover, I think that's good enough for us to win the game because honestly, I don't – I really have a hard time seeing Jacksonville's defense slowing us down like that. I really do. How much Especially do you think Chris back. Jones – right. How much do you think Chris Jones is going to play? Well, Spagnuolo, Steve Spags is saying that he looks in shape. He's saying that he could get a full amount of snaps if he could, but I just don't know. First game, I don't know if it's going to be a full amount, but I say it'll be a little more than 50, 50%. I got him. I got him in the thirty-five percent to to fifty percent range. Um, I think that they should be somewhat cautious, even though it, it's not necessarily in shape issue, just more so ramping up issue. Because like he hasn't played any NFL snaps, mm-hmm. he had no preseason, he had no training camp. Give him some opportunities here just to get ramped up a little bit. Nick Bosa played around a little bit under fifty percent of the snaps um, for the for the Niners on Sunday. So That's about don't theory. don't. Don't push him all the way, you know, give him possibly half the snaps and use him strategically just to make sure. And, and I think he could still have plenty of impact um, off of mm-hmm. that because this defensive line actually played well. On, on mm-hmm. how, about, how about this? Play well enough that he doesn't have to play over 50% of the snaps. I would love that yeah. too. That would be yeah. great. Hey, listen, that's a bonus. So that's a shout out to Neil Farrell. That's a, a challenge to uh, Farrell and Dickerson and Coburn and Naughty. Play well enough that we don't have to run this guy on the ground first game back. Yeah. And here's a topic I want to touch on. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony in the press conference this week. He maxed low baller. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Yo. pessimistic one, unless you ask me that. Unless Boogie's here. <laughs> right, right. Oh, devil's advocate. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's the devil's advocate of the show. Shout but, out to Boogie. I'm sorry, but, Chuck. I'm sorry. But Kadarius, uh, he owned up to his mistakes in the press conference. You know, he held himself accountable. He was like, look, Pat counsel me to make plays that I didn't make them and it's up to me to make those corrections and make plays and like they said he stayed at the practice for like about 30 minutes uh just getting on the jug jug machine you know just getting his hands right and I feel like in this matchup I feel like to me I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now on this show and I believe I already said it on the timeline but I'm gonna say it again Mm -hmm. I think Tony's gonna score two touchdowns I think this is the matchup for him to take advantage of that um, of course, they're going to line them up on the field like per usual. The issue with Tony, Tony, there's no issue with him getting open. 
I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to get open against this Jacksonville defense. He just got to catch the ball. And I think, and I, and I, and I think I'm, I'm going to say this too. On the very first pass play, he's going to look for it to get there. It's Tony Patrick. I think. I think Tony probably get the first catch of the game, just the just for Patrick to build for him to build his confidence up. Didn't wasn't this his first game with us last year? Was the Jags? Yes, uh, is it that, was. Was that the yeah, first game? We, I think that was game. his first game with us. Was the we Jags saw him, last year? And he yeah, did well. We he did. He caught a quick pass in which he created a bunch of extra yards after he's shaken off a few tackles. He caught the down yeah. the sideline pass where he high pointed the ball. And then he caught the touchdown where he – While adjusting you know, his gloves. While right. adjusting his gloves. <laughs> That's right. And, that yes. and, he, and he also had the one-legged touchdown where he's wide open off of orbit motion. So, obviously, obviously, Andy Reid knows how to use him in these circumstances. So, I'm, I'm going to be very interested – and Jordan Addison. Touchdown. I'm sorry. And <laughs> and so, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see how Kadarius Tony is used. I think that he's going to have a bounce-back game. The, shaking off the rust, the ways that I know that they want to get him the ball and be impactful – I, I feel very good about what he's going to put out there. I just want to say that DMAC is whooping my butt in fantasy right now, and everybody is getting to witness it. It's early. It's early. It's early. And it, it's I just a, looked, and I was like, ooh. We, we got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Every time he celebrates a little, he's like, ooh. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then I got a check. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. I think, I think it's going to be a good game. I think Jaguars is going to put up a, uh, a fight. But I think coming off this loss to Detroit, and I think that's just too much. And, <laughs> and, and Travis is going to come with a lot of energy. Chris is going to come with a lot of energy. And Pat is going to come. Last time I seen Pat this mad or focused was Tampa Bay, which was mm, after the Indy loss. Game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And look, and, there was and, a there was a lot of similar chatter. It was like, oh, do the Chiefs not look like themselves? You know, they're oh, going the dynasty the is over. You heard? A, a, a tough, a tough road opponent. Obviously, a very good quarterback on the other side. How were they going to respond? And they came out just with a different type of motivation. So you're getting Travis Kelsey back. You're getting Chris Jones back. Your game plan is intact. You've had ten days to prepare. This Jacksonville team is very good, no doubt about it. But this is also a team that you're familiar with, a team that you game planned against twice last year. And, and while they've changed a little bit, they haven't changed too much. Um, so I, I do fully expect um, that this team will have a good performance on, on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I'm picking them. But I will say, just as an overarching point, we get to watch Trevor Lawrence versus Patrick Mahomes. Two high-level quarterbacks go at it, and I thought that's always a fun thing. Yeah, and by the way, uh, I didn't I didn't know Pat McAfee had said anything about Kadarius Tony. I don't know what he said. I'm about to find the quote or anything. Uh, yeah, we we were. You know, go ahead, Kylie. Kylie, no. <laughs> oh, I just think I, I don't know. I didn't he call him out for deleting his Instagram or his Twitter or something, saying that after the bad game he deleted his social media. But That's in reality, right. yeah. he still has Instagram, and he deleted the Twitter prior to the game, so the facts didn't even he line up. A training camp. Yeah, people. Right, exactly. He deleted, he deleted the game. Way They're trying to ago. say it was after the game, and it was. That's not. That's not. Yeah. What right. But look, right. it is what but, it is. Kadarius called him out, though. Kadarius said, "Pat McAfee be talking like he really knows shit." You just even goofy. goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, Mac, goofy. Mac McAfee has been rubbing me the wrong way a little bit recently, but that's a different conversation for a different time. But yeah, oh. I mean, we'll 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 
it, I don't have I don't have any problems with Kadarius Tony on on social media. To be honest with you, like if he wants to troll Giants fans in his spare time, by all means, go ahead and do it. It didn't yeah. stop him from performing when we needed him to last year. I don't think it'll stop him from performing when he when we need him to this year. It was just a does bad he night. Go, does he go looking for Giants fans or do they? It's always been retaliation yes. in my. Yeah. The answer is yes. I think that he goes looking and they, they oh, okay. 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 Yes, that's fair. That's fair. That's the thing for me. You give it, it's a give and take. Go ahead. I don't care as far as nah. just give and take. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it's a give and take. And I do think it's better that he doesn't have Twitter and that he's just keeping it contained to Instagram because I feel like it's a little easier for him to kind of like pop uh, pop off a little trolling and then kind of and just shut it down into the crowd. <laughs> Whereas like Twitter's <laughs> gonna run with it, retweet it, like all the different things. So it might be, it might be. Well, that's the beautiful thought a part about it. He posted on Instagram and then it goes yeah. to Twitter and makes everybody right. mad and but he can't see it, so it doesn't matter to him. So he's fine. <laughs> he, he he was getting a little beside himself on Twitter. It was it was a couple of days in a row where he was Yeah, it was a bit he was, much. He was going in. It he was, was bored. He was bored. He was bored during the offseason in, in, in Because yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember the uh, voice. The voice messages he was sending the random giants. Oh my god! Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The uh, and they and they were they were getting on Twitter like, why don't the chief step in and suspend? Them? We don't, we don't care. Right? Yeah. Don't care. But we are. Another before we get too far away. Another uh, it was redemption week at the podium. Uh, Sky Moore got to talk a little bit, and I liked his attitude about it too. I think. Uh, him and uh, Kadarius both had positive attitudes to having. I wouldn't say Sky had a bad game. It was just he just. How many times did he get targeted? Three times, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Three so times. Um, I, I like this. I like this press conference, and he sounded like he's back focused. He said he flushed it, which was an interesting choice of words. But uh, I think I think that game's in the in the rearview mirror, and I think he's another guy. That, that needs to get involved. So there should be a bet out there of who's going to get Travis uh, past first ball because it could be Travis, Kadarius, or Scott. I go Tony. I think they're going to go right. Tony. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a side with Tony, too. I can see Travis just – because Travis think, missed the first game. I think it, Tony gets the first – Tony gets the first target um, and Sky gets the first uh, third down conversion. Mm. If, if Tony goes out and God forbid drops the first pass, does does Andy go back to him? Yes, he's going yeah. to. Yeah, he goes right to him. We're, we're not willing it to happen. I'm just asking hypothetically. No, no that's well, a fair I think I think Packers gonna over reliable on third down though. It's gonna be a Travis Kelsey because Travis he gonna get the matchup. He gonna have a linebacker on him majority Kel- of the game. Kelsey Kelsey will, Kelsey will be the first touchdown. I can see that. I can see they, that. They still don't have anybody to guard him. There's, there's no Chad Muma is not guarding Travis Kelsey. They're not going to put Andre Cisco on him because he's going to get cooked. Like, and like actually, Cisco's you know face looked at, at times in, in the video. So it, it doesn't matter. There's nothing you could do about Travis Kelsey when it matters most, and so he's going to throw it to him when they need to to put points on the board. Yeah, all I, wrong. Clyde is getting the first touchdown. <laughs> Now he's sick or not no, sick. No, no, no. Clyde, Clyde is getting the first touch. I'm just saying as far as throwing the ball. <laughs> we know 
it is contractually obligated in Clyde's contract a part of his first Kyle, round pick. Kyle tried to give him know. the flu. She was like, no, uh, Clyde is sick. <laughs> no, he's going to be a he will not they're, be showing They're bringing up P. Ryan. They're bringing up P. Ryan from the practice squad. We're not dealing with him today. <laughs> uh, question. Will the Chiefs be better on third and short? Oh, God. No. Okay. <laughs> Have they practiced anything different other than Blake Bell bringing Blake Bell out for third nope. and short? Okay. No, they haven't. Yo, like, they haven't. It's, it's just so Blake annoying. Bell quarterback. It's you so annoying it. to me, Carly, because look, uh, I, I, know. I, 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 I quote tweeted that. Andy Reid talking about, uh, we're going to fix the third and short situation. I'm like, okay, stop running Jet Sweets on third and one. Start there. Just and, Andy Reid lies in his press conferences, so I yeah I don't think they're going to fix it. I think they're just going to continue to be confounding third and short team for no reason. What's exactly, right? and it's not like it wasn't a problem last year. It was a problem all last season too, and they didn't do anything different. So I don't know why it's he would change it. Been a problem since we got here. It's been a problem since how long? Is, Andy Reid been here like ten years already, right? Uh, That's the eleventh season, I think. This is crazy. But it's always been a problem. When we had a fullback, it was a problem. Where's Michael Burton when you need him? Where's Anthony Sherman? Is he still in shape? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm suggesting, damn, we got rid of Colin Saunders. Mm-hmm. I'm, saying who, who make, you make, Niang, make Niang eligible and let him just fall <laughs> over the line. <laughs> like, <laughs> You don't even got to jump. You ain't got to run. Just fall forward. And I think, I think one of Chris Jones' incentives is offensive snaps, so we could just go ahead and get <laughs> worked in there properly. We'll Perfect. put him at fullback and just hand the ball off. You, 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 very stupid. Kylie, <laughs> <laughs> don't hold your breath. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. You, this is a belief. Uh, I'll see. A girl can dream. A girl can dream. Yeah, the th- the third one stuff is just ridiculous, man. Like it's, so it's comical. It's so comical to me. A team well, this good offensively cannot a a historically great offense with right. a all time quarterback <laughs> and all time head coach, one of the best tight ends in, in history, the best interior three in the league can't move the ball a yard when they want to. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, and I, I'm sorry. If I forgot. The angriest runner in the league as well. They, they just refuse to give the ball to. That's Who's it. that guy? <laughs> Someone made the joke they should just false start. Uh, <laughs> I said it. I know I said it before. I don't know if I was the first. We need to go back five yards. Six. I feel much yeah. better about 36 than I do 31. <laughs> no. Because I, no, I know we're not. No. Because I know we're not handing it off to a fullback or having Blake Bell sneak or running a stupid-ass pop pass that we shouldn't be running. I know all three of those things are out of the window on third and six. We're putting the ball in the best player's hands, and Travis Kelsey's getting seven yards. In this particular game, in this game, they had a third and one. They ran a reverse, and and he touched it. it. In the same game, they had a third and 17. No problem. (laughs) No issue whatsoever. He was fingertips away from a fourth and 24 and a 25 <laughs> fingertips away. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah. Check, get to our sponsor. Yeah. Go to our sponsor. I'm, Wait, I'm let's do predictions. We got to do predictions. Right. We got to do predictions. I was, I was, I'm so and then sponsors, and then we're done. Um, I'll get, get us back on track. Okay. 17 with no pro- <laughs> Country. Okay, focus, focus, focus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big focus. Um, Chiefs win this game. I think it's wait, just wait, too wait. much momentum. It's too much. Too much on their side. The only thing that's not on their side is they're not playing the Arrowhead. That's the only thing Jacksonville has. I think it's too much momentum. I think it's too much embarrassment from last week. That's on my quarterback. Um, the emotion of Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones coming back. I th- just think it's a little too much for Jacksonville. In there, a little banged up, which doesn't help them at all. So uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna be start off a slugfest, but I think. Kansas City pulls away in the fourth. Okay. W. All right, D-Mac, you up. Uh, I, I generally agree with what Country said. I, I think getting Travis Kelsey back and getting Chris Jones back, both of those being able to make the impact that I know they have. Ten days off, extra time for Reed to prepare. They, and like I said, Patrick Mahomes looks absolutely upset, pissed, annoyed, completely focused. He wants to just try and throw the ball through a wall. I think that you will see a great game out of him. I, I, This Jags defense is very good on the edge, and this is something I'll be looking at uh, for my, my stay scheming that will come out uh, between now and the game. Figure out when that happens. Um, so the tackles are going to be tested, but I think that the same way that we've seen in the past in which they attack guys effectively that are really good edge rushers, you'll see that similar game plan. The middle of this field, I think, is wide open, and I think they take advantage of it. So I'm going to go with a 37-31 win for the Chiefs. Um, I think that Trevor Lawrence and them are going to put up points, um, but the the Chiefs defense is going to equip itself fairly well even. So, like, you'll come away from this game and be like, wow, they gave up 31 points, but then you'll also be like, they still probably played an all right game. So at 37-31, Chiefs victory. Um, and, and we'll say Chris Jones gets a sack in this game because he, he, he'll he deserve to get a sack in this game. Yeah. I want to say this before um, before I get to my prediction. Okay, so I, I don't know if y'all heard that the NFL, they're going to keep a close eye on oh. uh, the right tackles as far as uh, the alignments and stuff, the timing of the snap and all that. So I knew that was coming. It doesn't surprise me, but – Nobody was paying attention to Jawan Taylor in Jacksonville when he was doing it. Nobody was paying attention to Lane Johnson for years when he was doing it. But since it's one of our guys, Jawan Taylor's with us now. It's, yeah. it's an issue. By the way, Lane Lane has been completely mm-hmm. jumping the snap the same way that Jawan does this entire night. So it's not, and they haven't called it once. So and and to be fair, what they said they're looking for is the alignment specifically, not necessarily the false starting. So you got to got to take that into account. I, I'll be interested to see here because there was an aspect of what Jawan Taylor was doing that was kind of detrimental to the Chiefs because he was tipping the play as far as pass versus run. So how they decide to kind of adjust that moving forward is going to be interesting. But there was nothing illegal about it. He can move his back foot. He was aligning according to what the, the entire NFL has been allowing to happen for the last half decade. So it is what it is. But we'll see what ends up happening on Sunday. Yeah. All, all I ask is simply put, if you're going to call it on us, then yep. you have to call it on them. That's all I ask. Yep. Same thing I said going to the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yep. So, so with that being said, 
the only thing I don't like is how pretty much the entire world is on us to win and cover this game, no problem. That's the only thing I don't like. I feel like the entire world is expecting the Chiefs to win this game. That's the only mm-hmm. thing that I'm kind of concerned about. But just looking at, you know, just the matchup in general, I think if it is like, you know, a barn burner goes down to the wire, I just think I think we still win the game regardless. Um, I expect Patrick Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence to both do their thing. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the one that lose, loses the turnover battle. I feel like somebody in the secondary is going to get an interception. It's going to be a cornerback. Um, I can't decide. I can't, I'm trying to decide who. Trevor Dutton. Yeah, it's time. It, it was Jalen wow. Watson, um, in and against the Jaguars last in last time in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right, it's his birthday too. Him and Patrick were the same, share the same birthday. Oh, so. nice! What? Yeah. Then I'm getting two cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, I feel like Jacksonville gonna lead the game late, and then Patrick's gonna have the ball last. You're gonna lead him down the field, and it's gonna go down to the butt kicker. So God. 31 30. Ooh, I, don't like I, I don't want Thank that. Thank God Kylie's last. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Um, take us a take us away, Queen. Please. Wait, what was your what was your prediction, Chuck? I'm sorry, what was your score prediction? 31 30. Bucker game. Oh, oh man, they gotta <laughs> kick it down two two. God, you're gonna send everybody in Kansas City to a hospital. <laughs> right. Kylie, please, please save us. <laughs> okay. I think, like you were saying, 10 days, Andy's got the game plan. I think they're preparing for whether Kelsey's going to be there or not. But I also think that they're going to utilize this O-line a little bit more. And I think we're going to see him run the ball. I think they're going to get Pacheco involved a little bit more. I think if Kelsey is back, which he likely will be, I think that's going to open up things for Sky. I think Tony's going to have a get-right game and uh, catch the ball, get a couple TDs. And uh, Patrick's going to go scorched earth because it's his birthday and he doesn't like being embarrassed. And with Chris Jones being back, I think the defense is going to have a little extra fire under their butts. And I think we're going to see George's first sack of the of the year because he didn't have one. Who had it? Dana had it. I like game. that. I like Yeah, that. George is going to have his first sack of the game and, or the year. And uh, Chiefs are going to win. I do not want to make it as close. And that's not going to happen if it's up to me. So I'm going to say 31-24. Chiefs, okay. and I'm not gonna be sweating, <laughs> dripping, dripping sweat because we're waiting on Bucker to make a field goal. I can't do that. Don't make me do that. She got hard seltzers. Nuh-uh, it's an early game. I got mimosas and bloody marys. Ooh. I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm gonna make myself some chicken and waffles. You know, treat myself a little bit early Ooh. game. That was nice. Tell myself some. Chuck, yeah, what you cooking? Oh man, I didn't even think about what I was going to eat before the game. I need to, I need, I need to uh, put that in the, in the rotation real quick. So I don't even. Dang, Chuck, they want you off camera, man. They don't want the close games. They don't oh, want the close games. Listen, listen, y'all. It's the National Football League. Is Andy giving us a name for a reason, y'all? Just saying. Yeah, happy, if, birthday, if, man, if, man. happy birthday, bro. Happy, Chuck, happy change birthday, your name. If, Chuck, if you, you got to change your name. You can't be going by Super Champ Chuck and then. Making us sweat with close game predictions. If you don't want a close game, you're rooting for the wrong team. <laughs> Say that right now. <laughs> listen, I'm saying this. I'm listen, listen. I mentioned this earlier in the show today. We beaten Jacksonville seven straight times. They tired of losing to us. It might be one of them close games. Oh, Chuck, stop it! 
They, 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 absolutely, they, they absolutely want this game, though. It is a fair point. We obviously beat them twice last year. They're trying to prove a point and try to show that they're a real contender in this league, so I understand it. Let's let's get to the sponsors, though. Yes, yeah, please. This, yeah, this guy here don't get in the end zone, though. Hey, it's know. not Adidas. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh, I got it from Liz. Uh, paper planes, bro. Yeah. Anyway, sponsor time. All right, so Hamish, shout out to the good people at Hamish. I am wearing one of their shirts today. You know, it's quality, still good. Been having it for a minute, so. Uh, but yeah, free shipping on orders of seventy five dollars or more. So you pay seventy five dollars or more, you get free shipping on your order. Uh, you got the NFL Team Essentials collection still. You got the Pop Culture Tees collection going on still. You still got the crew next. And if you've been paying attention to our Twitter page and our Instagram, uh, the starter collection is back. The starter jackets are available. There's only a few left from what I'm seeing, so they've been flying off the shelves. So if you haven't got a starter jacket yet, you may want to hurry up and get that because it's a hot item, knowing that we're the Super Bowl champs. So, and it will get cold here. soon. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. so time to bundle, bundle up, baby. Juice, hit me up and Juice, hit me up. Hey, it better be we'll nice too, Juice. Yeah, he's nice. He's always yeah, nice. I know. I'm just I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so real quick, uh, before we get out of here, I mean, uh, as far as like the across the league and stuff, uh, we already talked about Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, what stood out to y'all? Uh, oh man, don't do this. Don't do this. I gotta go. We we're gonna wrap it up here. Because you know we want to talk about them, them, those guys, and they only, you know, no, what no, they no, did. no, 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 no. Let's get to it. What's the LTI the most in week one? That Cincinnati, y'all need a training facility. You can't keep crossing the street and going to practice at Swole Park under the bridge. Like it's it's embarrassing. Please get a training facility. Get a, a shelter or something. <laughs> That's that's embarrassing. Go go ahead, Kylie, before you go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What did you think about the NFL this weekend? I thought that I felt a lot better after Monday about the Chiefs' loss on Thursday. Like, we were missing two of two future Hall of Famers, two of our best players, and we only lost by one to a potential playoff team when the rest of the league is, you know, I mean, AFC, I guess I should say. NFC looked pretty good all around. Well, at least they're top heavy, I guess I'll say. Um, but as far as like who's the guys to watch in the AFC Bengals, I was not impressed. Sorry about that, sporting boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, the Bills have their own issues. Uh, Miami looked good. I was impressed by Miami. Uh, they have a really explosive offense, so that's going to be interesting to watch. I actually did pick them to uh, to uh, win the AFC East. Uh, I think that's very possible. But yeah. I'm just I feel a lot better about the loss on Thursday after watching football last weekend. Highest paid player in the, in the league has the lift to practice. It's, it's, yeah. He's well, taking race the scooter. At, at, at least he at least he can afford it. Uh, I, um <laughs> apparently he can also afford not to throw for hundred yards. I, my takeaway <laughs> was that overall offenses looked very, very, very bad across the league. Like everything was sloppy. Um and so sloppy. For as bad as I felt like our week one performance was compared to what I saw, I thought it was about bang on league average. And that was kind of shown in some of the analytics as well. So ultimately, for not having Travis Kelsey, for not having Chris Jones, to Kylie's point, some of the losses that we saw, way that AFC kind of week one um, 
settled out. I felt as as calm as I was on Friday about the loss. I was even more calm, you know, going into this week. Uh, but certainly, certainly needs to be said. Got to come out here and get a win against Jacksonville. Got to come out here mm-hmm. and get a win against Jacksonville. Yep. yep. Arrowhead Chief, I'm about to make that point. Uh, I'm going to make this real quick because, Carly, I know you got to go. And I got to go, too. But, um, right, we gotta go. but yeah, Josh Allen is a turnover machine. And when I look at the number of turnovers, these top five quarterbacks, I look at the number of turnovers since 2018. I don't see a single black quarterback on that list. And y'all been dispelling oh, all boy. these bad narratives in regards to some in this league. You know, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. Um, you go <laughs> you know I'm, I'm out. Stop it. That Prescott. And Josh Allen is hardly getting smoke for all these turnovers. The dude is the dude puts up numbers, but he's also a detriment to his football team. He's reckless as hell with the football. He's the most reckless quarterback I've seen play the game. And with that kind of style of football, you're not gonna win a Super Bowl. You're not gonna win anything. I'm sorry. And um, as far as the NFC goes, oh yeah, real quick for the NFC before I get to the NFC. Jamar Chase, shut your 38 yard ass up. Buy some elves. Buy some elves. You got locked up by some elves. Oh, yeah, some elves. But anyway, the <laughs> NFC, anytime look, see, I'm out on the Seattle Seahawks. You wanna know why? Because anytime your quarterback says, Oh my god, when a deepest lineman is that's unfair. Anybody would no. say the same thing if Aaron no. Donald was running at them. That no. is a very no. normal human reaction. No. You cannot act I, like no. it isn't. No. I'd no. say, Oh my god, I'm sorry. too. Geno Smith, you showed it too soft, my boy. I'm out. That is a very <laughs> noble human reaction for Aaron Donald running at you full speed. That is the, unfair I'm, to Gino the Smith. NFC West again. I'm sorry. I'm I will not I will not let I'm you out. disrespect Geno Smith like that. <laughs> There was a Very lot of no venom. Reason. There was a lot of venom in that. Um, Kingdom Cats, like, share, subscribe. We appreciate all the support. Uh, follow us everywhere. We're everywhere on social media. We will be doing a giveaway pretty soon. Stay tuned. Tomorrow. Stay- Ooh, tomorrow. Nice. So you heard it here uh, first. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, you know how we do. Kylie, take us out, please. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Kylie, you should hang up and let everyone talk. No, um, no. <laughs> we like bringing uh, Kylie down to the depths. Uh, no, I was just gonna say, like, subscribe, make sure you're following us, make sure you're checking it out tomorrow for the giveaway. Uh, go Chiefs, and uh, we'll catch you till next time. Peace. Hey.